Gentiles become spiritual Jews upon believing in Messiah. Welcome to Exegetical Fallacies, things people say on social media that aren't quite right because they're talking about God, they're talking about the Bible, but they don't know the Word of God as well as they think they do, or they don't know the whole Word of God. Jesus was talking with the Sadducees and they came up with a problem for him and he said to them at the end of it, he said, you know, you have made an error because you don't know the Word of God. So that's what we want to do. We want to expound on the Word of God for you. Get rid of these fallacies. There are two false views circulating among believers which cause an awful lot of confusion. And as always, they come from not exegeting the scriptures correctly and not understanding the historical and cultural context of the scriptures used. One of the false views is that Gentiles, when they become believers in Messiah, become spiritual Jews. And the second false view is that when a Jew and or a Gentile become believers in the Messiah, all distinctions between the two are erased. The Gentile loses his Gentileness and the Jew loses his Jewishness. Both of these are wrong beliefs. In this episode of Exegetical Fallacies, we're going to look at the first one, the belief that Gentiles become spiritual Jews upon believing in Messiah. Now, logically, if believing Jews are spiritual Jews and believing Gentiles are also spiritual Jews, then in the Christian realm, there are no distinctions since we are all spiritual Jews. Yet the Bible doesn't actually allow us to paint that picture. Possibly the greatest problem with the term spiritual Jew is the use of the word spiritual to indicate some kind of national or racial transformation of the Gentile to a Jew. However, the Bible never uses the, spirit, the word spiritual in that manner. So what is spirituality? Spirituality involves three things. Firstly, regeneration. Secondly, the Holy Spirit. And thirdly, time. This means that spirituality only involves the believer. It's produced by the Holy Spirit who brings the believer into a mature relationship with God. And that obviously takes time. Uh, Dr. Charles Ryrie says spirituality is a grown-up relation to the Holy Spirit. So a spiritual person is a believer who is under control of the Holy Spirit. Nothing more than that. So if a Gentile is under the Spirit's control, he is a Gentile believer. And if a Jew is under the Spirit's control, he is a Jewish believer or a spiritual Jew, spiritual Gentile. There's no crossing of national lines. A Gentile remains Gentile and a Jew remains Jew. Their spirituality is simply based on their relationship with the Holy Spirit. But some argue that all of this is mere semantics and they'll use certain Bible texts to try and show that in some way Gentiles become Jews, whether by spiritual transformation or by some other mystical act. One of these passages is Galatians 3 verses 6 to 9. It says, Even as Abraham believed God and it was reckoned unto him for righteousness, know therefore that they that are of faith, the same are sons of Abraham, and the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel beforehand unto Abraham, saying, In you shall all the nations be blessed. So then they that are of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. So doesn't that make Gentile believers spiritual Jews, seeing as we become the children of Abraham by faith? Well, no, it doesn't. Even in the physical realm, not all the children of Abraham are Jews. 
Arabs are as much the descendants of Abraham as are the Jews, but in no way could they be classified as Jewish. What's true of the physical realm is also true in the spiritual realm. Being children of Abraham by faith is not enough to make you a Jew. So then we have to ask the question, what is the meaning of this passage? Well, let's look at it first in context. The context is concerned with the question of whether salvation is by works or by faith. The Hebrew term for children or sons often has the meaning of followers. So the point is that Abraham was declared righteous on the basis of faith and not of works. The true followers of Abraham then are those who are considered righteous on the same basis as Abraham, who practice faith rather than works to attain salvation. The Gentile Galatians were never said to become Jews, rather children of Abraham. And as we've just seen, being a child of Abraham doesn't make you automatically a Jew. Another verse often used is Galatians 3.29. If you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed, heirs according to the promise. Well, again, doesn't that make Gentile believers spiritual Jews, seeing as we become the seed of Abraham? And the answer is no. Same answer as before. Because as we've seen, there are members of the physical seed of Abraham that aren't Jews. And the same is true in the spiritual realm. The meaning of this verse can be best understood if we look at Ephesians 2, 11 to 13. It says, Therefore remember that once you, the Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by that which is called circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that you were at that time separate from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers from the covenants of the promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you that were once far off are made near in the blood of Christ. And Ephesians 3.6 says that the Gentiles are fellow heirs and fellow members of the body and fellow partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. So these two passages in Ephesians clarify what is meant by the Galatians statement of becoming heirs of the promise. It doesn't mean that Gentile believers become Jews in some mystical way, but rather that they become partakers of the blessings of the Jewish covenants and receive the privilege in a spiritual way, which is by faith. And this receiving doesn't make them spiritual Jews, it makes them spiritual Gentiles. But even by being partakers, we don't share all the facets of the covenants, only the spiritual facets involved in them. Things such as inheritance of the land and circumcision, for instance, are not approached by uh, or appropriated, at least by believing Gentiles. Those elements are exclusively for the Jews. The third passage used for this false view is Romans 2, 28 and 29, which says, He is not a Jew who is one outwardly, neither is that circumcision which is outward in the flesh, but he is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart in the spirit, not in the letter, whose praise is not of men, but of God. Since a true Jew is someone who is Jewish inwardly, doesn't a believing Gentile meet that standard? And so inwardly at least become a Jew or a spiritual Jew? But to say this of the verse in Romans is to ignore the entire structure of the book of Romans. Remember, context is king. Historical and cultural context. So the basic outline of the first three chapters of the book of Romans, there's a greeting in chapter 1 verses 1 to 7, then the introduction which goes to verse 15. 
The theme is introduced in verses 16 and 17. And then we look at the world under condemnation. So in verses 18, chapter 1, verse 18 to chapter 2, verse 16, the Gentile world is looked at under condemnation. And then in chapter 2, 17 to 320, the Jewish world is looked at in condemnation. The section in which Romans 2, 28 and 29 is found, the verses that we just read, is strictly in the Jewish context. The Gentiles are nowhere in view because Paul's finished with them back in verse 16. So this verse can be better understood if taken as the words of a believing Jew speaking to non-believing Jews. And in doing that, he's using a play on words that a lot of people miss. Judaism has its root meaning of praise. So when Paul says their praise is of God, the Jewish mind automatically hears the words their Jewishness is of God. So what this Messianic Jew, Paul, is saying to non-Messianic Jews is that outward Judaism is not enough to make one righteous before God, not enough to receive God's praise. This requires a Judaism, a praise of God. So Romans 2.29 could be paraphrased, whose Judaism is not of men, but of God. The true Jews are those Jews who are so both outwardly and inwardly. So if you are Jewish outwardly, but don't recognize Yeshua as your Messiah and as your God, then you only qualify on one of those counts. Conversely, if you're not Jewish, but you are Gentile and you do recognize Yeshua as the Messiah and as God, you still only qualify on one of those accounts. According to the passage in Romans, true Jews are those Jews who are so both outwardly and inwardly. So to summarize, we've seen that it is that proper exegesis doesn't support the idea of Gentiles becoming spiritual Jews when they believe. Rather, we are spiritual Gentiles when we're controlled by the Holy Spirit. Spiritual Jews are Jews who believe and have a proper relationship with the Holy Spirit.